It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Hi everybody, Russell Miami is there and hope you're all safe and well on YouTube channel. Please consider subscribing, hitting the bell icon so you may do it anytime we put new content on. As always, let's thank our lovely channel sponsors Untuck It. Check them out in the description below. Today's guest, he's hot spotting off his phone onto his iPad because his kids are homeschooling and I, I can feel his pain. <laughs> One more week, Ben. One more week. We can do it. We can do it. We can do it. <laughs> Holding on for grim death, Russ, I tell you, it's killing oh. Yeah, but your kids are a bit older than mine. So Flo's only eight. So yeah, but it's it's still it's uh, it's it's a hard task, isn't it? I've got utmost oh, respect man, yeah. for teachers. Yeah. How are you, by the way, Mister Shepherd? How are we? I'm okay, thank you. I am. Um, I've been working throughout everything, even from first lockdown. We carried on working in the studio. The team have worked incredibly hard mm. uh, to make that safe and secure for everybody <clears throat> we had to suspend some tipping point film we were doing but we ended up getting that done in the autumn so we've got some more coming up so fortunately because i'd have been if I, I hadn't been able to work i would have been a nightmare it's been bad enough the missus is desperate for me to get out as much as possible um uh so fortunately we've been well, i've been okay and it feels like you know the weather's turned and mm. there's a little bit of light on the horizon the gloom is lifting yeah, it has. I mean, the, the first lockdown was a piece of poo, wasn't it? Really, a piece of piss, rather, really, because it's like it was sunny. It was lovely. 35 and it, there was, there were, Yeah, there was an element of it as well, wasn't there, where none of us had had that much time at no. home. None of us had had that much time with the kids being around. And suddenly you're going, God, this isn't, you know, we can spend a bit of time together. And everyone, I mean, geez, everyone was making banana bread. We were making yep. crisps. Like my wife and my youngest, Jack, were busy in the kitchen every day making all sorts of stuff. Now, honestly... No one go. No one wants to go for a walk. No one wants to do anything creative. Everyone's like, "Oh, so done with this now." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can we just get a pizza? <laughs> yeah, it's so true, isn't it? It's so true. You always be so confident of like, "Yeah, it's all right. I'll cook it. I'll cook it today. I was cooking from scratch, and now it's like, oh, no chance. Can't be. Bothered. Can't be asked. No, I can't, can't be, be bothered. But also, but you know, I mean, you know, we've we've got to look at we've got to look at sort of the small victories and the fact that you know, at the time of recording, we're still fourth in the league. That's not a bad Sensational. thing. That's not a bad Sensational. Thing. So I, you know, we keep pinching ourselves. 
Yeah. You know, the fact that we, uh, we, we played well against City, I think one of the best performances yeah. against City for, for a number of seasons on the weekend. And we lost, and yet we're still fourth. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think that it's testament to, to how well, what he's got the team playing, how organised they yeah. are at the back, how brilliant we've become on the break, how sort of, um, how much more incisive we've been up front as well. It's, been, it's just been a joy this year, hasn't it? It's been, I mean, the only frustration for all of us, someone was saying to me the other day, what do you, you know, I get asked to put some pieces on for newspaper articles. What's the first thing you're going to do when you get a chance? Who are the, who's the first person you want to hug? And of course, you know, obviously it's supposed to be my mum. Yeah. That's the first person I wanted my mum. But really, what I really, really would love to be able to do is go to the London Stadium, watch West Ham score and grab all my mates. Yeah. That's the hug yeah, yeah. that I've been missing. That moment, that jubilation and celebration. Mm. You know, the, just that unbridled, you know, which is, which is when I fell in love with West Ham all those years ago was that moment, that moment of just that rush of energy and, and celebration is there's nothing like it and and a season when we've been playing so well and had so many fantastic victories and, and been scoring goals and really exciting young players and, and players coming through and we've not been able to be there and be a part of it that's that's what I'm yearning for yeah oh and my mum as well I'm yearning to hug my yeah, mum yeah, don't yeah, want my mum yeah, to think yeah, I'm not yeah, yeah yeah it doesn't matter I thought he's gonna say yeah. he's gonna, I thought he's gonna say he's gonna hug David Moyes I thought that, <laughs> <laughs> big old... well, that goes without saying that yeah, goes without exactly. saying I know it's it, it's one of those typical West Ham things, isn't it? The fact that is we're playing so well, and no bugger can see us. Um, well, obviously I'm still there, so that's all right. I mean, but anyway, everyone else. Oh, you're all right then. Yeah, that's I'm all right. right. Don't worry about me. Yeah, I'm all right, Ben. I'm. I'm I don't want anyone to come back. I get. I've got a car park space. <laughs> Jesus, how the other half live? Um, but yeah, no, it's it's and hopefully if everything goes all right, you know, based on Boris's roadmap then the last game of the season there'll be some fans in the ground so yeah, you know it could be that champions league qualification party um and uh yeah God. it's surreal that isn't it i mean i kind of you know as as west ham fan you know ever the optimist but a realist at the same time and yeah. kind of just you know tempering all our expectations with the you know what we're safe it's all yeah. about getting 42 points yeah. or whatever we're safe yeah. we're safe but the idea that we could end up there. I mean, what a turnaround. What a sensational yeah, turnaround exactly. by Moyes and the team and the boys, eh? Exactly. I mean, you, you could never... I mean, considering uh, West Ham, you know, sort of June, July time when the fixture list came out, we were sitting there going, oh, that's it. We're not going to play. You know, we're not going to get a point till November or something like that. We're yes. Gonna... Yeah, 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 yeah. And now we are now. It's just, yeah, it's unbelievable. I mean, yeah, I mean the fact is we're probably... The, the only out of those, those 20 games that City have won... Um, we've probably given them the best game since in those 20 years. I've got a good mate who's a City fan and he said exactly that. He said exactly, he said we needed a bit of luck to win on Saturday. I mean, obviously mm. they, they, they dominated the game, but he said we've won games um, and, and not been, not been run as close as that. He was, yeah. he was sure that we were either going to win or we were certainly going to get a draw. Um, so we, you know, and, and I can remember watching games against City in the past through my fingers, just thinking, oh, please, don't let it be a cricket score. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and it, what didn't feel like that on Saturday, did it? It felt like we had we were in the game, we had a chance, we, we kept them quiet. Um, and, you know, had that header just been on target at the end, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Bloody Diop. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and obviously, you know, from a from a, a TV perspective, it's nice that you know you're above we're above Piers Morgan for once, you know. So you know, yes, top team in London. Yeah, so, 
not just not just Piers, but above Nihal as well yes. with the Spurs connection, yes. which is thoroughly enjoyable. Every time I message him, <laughs> uh, it's it's you know I that that I think the memes after the the West Ham uh, Spurs game when we came back and it was three all were brilliant from yeah. the. Um, the Spurs boys that do their YouTube channel and they were laughing about the, yeah, yeah, bringing yeah. Lanzini off the bench and they were bringing Bale off the bench and then Lanzini getting the winner. And then the one last week as well, when uh, we scored the goal and um, they, they VAR'd it to see if it was offside. And I don't know if you must have seen it yeah. as well. You, you can't go far without seeing them. And the YouTuber getting really excited because he thought it was offside and oh, then it's not offside. And Oh, there's just, a, there's just a sort of a moment of, of pure joy. But the, you know we've spent we've spent a long time on the other end of yeah. hidings against yeah. these our local rivals, so it's nice to be able to enjoy that, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's 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 my goal would be to finish if we can finish the top team in the top team in London this season, and that could mean Champions League, really, because based on how everyone yeah. else is doing. So I'll take that. But yes, you, you said, but many years of hurt. Um, it's uh, it's nice to do a have a nice set, and, and in the right time, you know what I mean? It's like I I don't think I could survive lockdown. And having like a relegation. <laughs> that was, that's the nice thing about lockdown one. You had a hundred days. You didn't have to look at the, the table or anything, you know, and it was. Uh, yeah. yeah, there is a moment there as well. I think because they've shown so much. Trouble, I think that's one of the things that's got me through. And some of my mates, certainly. There's been yeah. so many games. On, yes. They've shown as many yeah. games as they can. And you can watch them all on the various platforms that you've got them. So there's always something, there's always a game of some sort to put on. So you can keep an eye on what's been going on and you can dip in and out. So I think that they've adjusted to that. Uh, the broadcast has adjusted that brilliantly if you can get access to it. But it's just, you know, no matter what we say, it's not quite the same, is it? It's not. Someone, I think, um, actually, the uh, the official the official site put up, um, I think today, the, like the last game, the 29th of February or something like that, last year. When, when we beat, I know, it's like, it's crazy. Um, and when we beat Southampton 3-1, and I put, a, yeah. I put a, a comment on it, it was weird to hear a goal with a proper sent, proper like bunch of fans because Antonio won 3-1. And that goal is like, it was just bizarre, real bizarre thing. It's like even when we had 2,500 for the Man United game. Early this yeah, time. yeah. And to hear, because obviously I'm sitting there on my own, and then, like, you know, I, I turn the bubble song off and I can hear and on the other side of the stadium. I can hear them. And I got really emotional. Singing. I think it's going to be really emotional when everyone's back in the ground, that's for sure. Yeah, I agree. I think you're absolutely right. I think it will be. Just, just feel like we're coming home a little bit. You know, you're there. Yeah. You're part of it. You can do your bit. Because that's the thing, isn't it? You want to feel like you can do your bit, you know, when they're, when they're backs against the wall, that the sort of the crowd can be that 12th man to really help, you think. Um, and then hopefully the sort of, imbue them with confidence as well that's what we need to remember yes. is that they played brilliantly without us there yes. so we need them to maintain that confidence and positivity exactly. totally exactly and you, you mentioned at the beginning you know we saw all your many years of supporting them how did it start ben why why are you a west ham fan what's your story so i i grew up in epping i was born at st margaret's hospital me too uh, right in the end too. of the oh, I, yeah. I was on the last i think i was one of the last ones Born in St Margaret's before before it starts becoming a maternity ward. There we go. That's a so bit pointless history. Well, that you were born and they thought it's not going to get any better than this. We've got to close they this said, place look, out. We, look, I tell you what, we've got the best. We had some bloke. We peaked. We had some bloke. We peaked. Not going to do nothing. What's he going to do? Game show. I, was a, I think <laughs> I don't know. I think I was a guy. Good few years before you. I was yeah. a good few years before you. Not yeah. True, so Epping. Yeah. Carry on. I was born out that way, and yeah. I went to the local state school till I was about eleven or twelve. And uh, my family are from the Midlands. So actually my brother and my dad are Villa fans because my dad had grown up there and 
but they weren't really into football. They didn't really watch it. They didn't really, certainly didn't go to any of the games. Yeah. And then I changed schools and I went to Chigwell. And my mates at Chigwell were all West Ham fans. There was one Arsenal fan and there were Spurs fans. And it was a couple of my mates. We're still really close now. It's a couple of my mates that took me down to Upton Park um, that, that first year, which was about 1986. Um, and we sort of went down there and um, and that kind of started it really because you only have to go. I mean, having not been to a football ground and watching a game of football, mm. I fell in love. I fell in love with everything. I fell in love with the atmosphere. Yeah. I fell in love with the noise. I fell in love with the tension. I fell in love with the, the swearing and I fell in love with with the sort of the, 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 the febrile nature. I fell in love with the football. I yeah. Absolutely everything. The smells, the sights, the sounds. And, uh, and I was hooked. And, what, and we used to have Saturday schools, so we didn't often used to yes. be able to get to games. But if we ever, if we ever had a Saturday off, um, we, we'd either go up to Upton Park or if we didn't have enough money, we'd go to Seorian play. Yeah, Because they were a bit closer. A- yeah, yeah. So we could, and, uh, and then for years, we'd try and sneak in as under-12s when you got to the turnstiles at Upton Park. And my mate, Nobby, Jim, who's, who's um, about six foot, I don't know, three or four, he was always tall from the age of sort of 15 and we, we sort of all sort of try and pretend to be really short as you went up to the turnstiles and give the old boy the, the money for a tw- Yeah, only to a junior police, sir, or whatever. And they never made a fuss like, in you go, lads, off you go. Um, and just used to love it. And, and that was when I started. So it was my mates that, that took me down there. And, and as, soon as, as soon as I went to my first game and, and sort of saw what was going on, I was just, I just fell in love. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, it's true. I used to do the old West Ham Orient because it used to be either or, didn't they? It used to be one was home, yeah. one was away. And yeah, you get a season ticket Orient for 16, no, a tenner under 16. It was so ticket. much cheaper, wasn't it? Yeah, we'd go Back with a few quid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I was, yeah, so I, yeah, because he was too, I was, I was Loughton, so not too far. Yeah, so it was, although we both played for Woodford rugby club. oh did you play for woodford as well i remember yeah and i remember because you were i remember because when we used to remember we used to have those games those days where we used to have like everyone would it was like mixed teams do you remember like yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah 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 one pitch on pitch two and i remember i remember you playing on the other side and i thought bloody hell he was good you were yeah yeah, <laughs> I that. yeah. well that was my luck my, so my my family were are mostly big rugby fans basically and my dad when they moved down from the Midlands and they lived in Epping and he started playing rugby at Woodford. So I played all the way through from the age yeah. of four, all the way through to playing for the first 15. So it was, so if we, so then it became, when I left school, it became, did I have a match on a Saturday? If I didn't have a match on a Saturday, I could go and play, I could go and watch West Ham play. Yeah. Um, and, and cause so that, dom- so sport on the weekends, football and rugby just dominated our family life. But it was, um, that West Ham was my club. Once, once I'd gone down there first time, I was hooked. Yeah, it's it's, it's true. Everyone, I mean, we've we've had over you know almost three hundred people we've interviewed, and everyone's been the same. You know, no one's gone. Oh, in that first game, it was all right. It was all right. I just I, I, I turned up about six months later. No, everyone was like, first game, I'm hooked, and it was like that's yeah. it. Um, whether they won, whether they've lost, it's and it's it's a sensory. And I, yeah, and I'd never experienced. I'd, my parents. We'd got, I think I'd gone to the odd rugby game here and there. I'd seen yeah. rugby at Woodford, and you'd occasionally you'd get you'd play a local team, and there'd be a few hundred people in the in the yeah. crowd around the edge of the pitch, um, and that was always great. But you know, to be tens of thousands of people, to be stuck yeah. in that crowd when the when the, when you scored and where you started, as opposed to where you finished the game, you know, you'd be miles away. The only thing was you'd be trying to hold on to your mate as you got swept along. 
yeah. by the crowd and the noise and the surge. And he just felt a part of something, felt a part of something very, very special. And I, you know, I still feel that now, actually. I yeah. still feel like the West Ham community is is something that's very, very special and, and um, uh, that I really enjoy. Definitely. And I know you've, you know, you've, you've, you've done the uh, the stuff for the, the Facebook group and the, the yeah. support group. That just epitomizes West Ham fans, I think, you know, just the, the fact that what they've done and, and even so, I mean, obviously, you know, you, you, you got your mates and your WhatsApp groups and Facebook groups and things like mm-hmm. that. You just see them come out, you know, everyone, not everyone's had such a, I wouldn't say I'd e- I've always had an easy ride of lockdown, but I haven't, not half as bad as a lot of other people. And you sure, can see someone's yeah. having a bad time or whatever. The West Ham fans all pull together and it's, it's great. It's great to see. It's great to see. We are mm. special. I know we're, I know we're biased, but we are a special group of fans. Um, very much so. Very much so. Um, and, uh, and obviously, you know, you had the, there's no point we've got to talk about it. Obviously the last game at Upton Park, um, having the, <laughs> having to do that as well i mean when you got the call i've got this that. thing here right i've got this thing right i don't know if yeah. you've seen these but um clive tilsley did the commentary that day yeah. and he contacted me a few months back and sent me this and basically he's done this is something that i'd thoroughly recommend somebody if you're looking for some decent memorabilia for people i don't know if you do this on your site actually, but he sent me this and this is a copy of his um his program notes from the match it's oh, gonna be back yeah. i think isn't it yeah 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 they are, and it's absolutely, it's like a piece of art now. Yeah. And this is a lot of this is my sort of West Ham memorabilia. But I was just going through some of this because we were going to be talking, reminiscing about that night, the great yeah. nights that I've had. And, and, and the fact that, you know, our star striker was playing right back that night. You know, I, you know <laughs> I, I, I just, I love, I love the sort of the journey that players go on. And we've, we've lived it and, and all, every single one of those moments. And look at Mikel Antonio now and how fantastic he's been for the last couple yeah. of seasons and what a linchpin he is up front. And my friends that were Forest fans were saying, why are you playing him at right back? You've got to stick him up front. And it just felt like, you know, that night, that amazing, amazing night, Russ. What an extraordinary oh, occasion. Brilliant. From the start to finish, you know, delayed, delayed kickoff, you know, all those things. Yeah. We had, um, and I was, being, I was being briefed about what was going to happen and what the delay meant and, yeah. and what it meant from the, from the police perspective and the impact of all those sorts of things. So it was really yeah. tense behind the scenes was, at Upton yeah, Park. Yeah. And my mates were there as well. And I just wanted to see the game and, and then to go down and then come back. You know, it was all of those elements. You couldn't have scripted it. If it was written by a Hollywood producer, you'd go, that's rubbish. That's absolutely yeah. nonsense. Yeah. That's absolutely, you never, that, that sort of game never happens. And it did that night. It actually happened. And yeah. we were there and it was a night we'll always remember. Yeah. Exactly, I was exactly the same. It was, uh, yeah, it was, it was a right, yeah, it was just typical. It was typical West Ham, wasn't it? Because nothing ever goes smoothly for us, even for whether it's the team or production <laughs> or production side as well. I mean, obviously, you know, yeah, and, uh, yeah, it was just, it was a weird day, and I, I was on jury service that week as well. So I had, oh, you're joking? I, I was, uh, I was at Snaresbrook Crown Court, so not, not obviously, not, not appearing, um, being a juror. <laughs> so I, uh, my court, my case got moved, so I got up there like eight o'clock and just parked the car around the corner and obviously had the pass and just spent like three hours walking around i had a wee in the players changing room i had to make sure I, you know amazing. should have had a should have amazing dumping the away, away <laughs> and you're right like everything and obviously all the fireworks had to get moved and we've had obviously we had jeff on here from the cockney rejects and it was pissing it down oh it's just typical yeah well that was the thing so they planned for everything and then the heavens opened as well yeah. 
and then they had the taxis going round. Yeah, Billy didn't turn which, up. And, and what, what I'd let, yeah, 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 yeah. So what I'd been led to believe was that, that actually Sky only decided to televise it very last minute. Yes. They were going to finish their coverage. Yeah. And then, so the, so the whole of that post-game celebration was for the fans in the stadium. Yeah. It was the people that could be there. So it was designed and devised for fans in the crowd, right? It wasn't devised for people on television. Yeah. So everyone was moaning, going, the sound's rubbish, you can't see it. And we, that's because it, no one expected it to be on television, but they stayed with it and they kept it there. Mm. It's only afterwards that half my mate said, oh my God, that looked extraordinary. You were right in the middle of it. I was going, was it on telly? Yeah. And you know, I genuinely, we, I was expecting it just to be for us there. Yeah. And we stood there in the middle of the pitch. And the, the rain was teeming yeah. down, and, and it, but it just didn't matter. It just yeah. didn't matter. There was an energy that night and a, and a sort of a, a, an atmosphere in that crowd. You could have thrown... You could have thrown sort of anything at us and it would have just bounced off. It was so extraordinary. Yeah, yeah it was an incredible. It was, it was just one of those, yeah, typical things that, typical West Ham. And as I said, the fact that we had to do the fireworks at the beginning rough than at the end and stuff. Like, <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, it was just brilliant. But as you said, it's, it's, it, was, it was a great night. And obviously then you're having a great season now. So, you know, it's all going well. It's all going, right. Um, let's talk about your Hammers 11. Right, okay. So everyone we get on the oh, channel, yeah. apart from... Harry Redknapp, uh, I think Bish didn't do one, and Nigel Rea-Coker, randomly, didn't do one either. Um, but everyone we've had on the channel has given okay. their 11. So the idea being is you can pick based on whatever criteria you want, the best, the worst, the, the, the cult heroes, your favourites, whatever. But the only rule is you have to be alive to a scene on play. Now, to be honest, you started going about 86, so you haven't got a bad group to look at, to be perfectly honest. But, you know, that's just, that's just my own opinion. No. No, no, no. You've done well. You've done well. Um, so that's what we try and do. We try and keep it to a four-four-two if we can, but if not, nah, I'm not bothered. Um, it's it's just a bit of fun. Just a bit of fun, Ben. So let's start off uh, between the sticks. Who would be in goal for the Shepherd Eleven? That's the question we're all asking. Well, there's a, there's a there's obviously a few. Uh, and I, I put this, I said to a couple of my West Ham fans that I was doing this, and it's the, probably the worst thing you can do because as yeah. soon as you start saying anything, you get grief from friends, friends and mates and stuff. So genuinely, the people I've chosen, are, are, there's, a, there's a reason for each and every one of them, and they might not make the best team in the world, but they're a team that means quite a lot to me. Uh, but so, so firstly, um, Phil Parks, like Parksy in goal, I would love to put him in because of his moustache. Yep. <laughs> Because uh, he has the greatest moustache that I've, and I've been lucky enough to play this boys of '86 shirt I've got. I've been lucky enough to play with the boys. So uh, from years ago, I got to meet. I think it was the first time I played at Upton Park, and the boys of '86 used to have a uh, six-a-side tournament that that, that uh, people could come and play in. And, and TC, I think I met at Sky, and he invited me to come and play. And we've been friends ever since. And I so I met Parksy and his um, and his moustache. And once you meet the moustache, you never forget it. Uh, and 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 what I know now, as well, is what an extraordinary goalkeeper he was. I didn't see him play a lot, though, but he would certainly, he's one of my favourite keepers. The other two that I, I, I sort of hugely admire um, would be um, Shaka. Yeah. Because he was such a brilliant character. Yeah. He was such an amazing character uh, for us. And then, more importantly, I think more recently, is Fabianski, because I... You know, when Fabianski came, I don't think anybody expected him to have the impact no. that he has had. I think, you know, we all thought, okay, 
you know, he's been a decent keeper here and there, but relatively underwhelmed by the idea. But he has just been superb. I think yeah. start of last season, wasn't it, where he got injured and all of a sudden the confidence in the in the yeah. back four went. We'll not talk about the goalkeeper that they brought in, which clearly was a huge mistake. And then and then him coming back and how much that lifted everybody's confidence and stuff. Yeah. And and you know, he's been he's been awesome. So I think just purely purely because of the impact that he's had more recently, the expectation and how he's exceeded that expectation. Uh, I'd put Fabianski in goal. But it was a close-run thing with, yeah. with him and the moustache. Yeah, he was in mine. He was in mine. I can see you, you've got your Steve Krieger picture there. He, Steve did my 11, so he did an 11 with me as well. Yeah. Oh, did it? Amazing. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love so it. Fabianski was, on my, was my number one as well. Right, okay, we'll put Fabianski in goal. Uh, okay, let's go, um, let's go left-back. Who should we have left-back then, Ben? Who do you think? Razvan Rat. <laughs> Put the rat in. It's not the rat, interestingly. It's, uh, although I'm a big fan of the rat. We used to have a lot of fun watching the rat play. Um, Dixie, putting Dixie at left back. I have been lucky enough to play with Julian um, in a Paolo Di Canio um, invitation game at Swindon uh, a few years back. And Dixie was playing and it was, you know, I, I don't often get starstruck. Yeah. I, I do a job that I love and I meet a lot of incredible people that have done extraordinary things. And more often than not, it's just great to chat to them. Yeah. I was absolutely lost for words playing with Me Dixie. Too. He is, he epitomizes everything that we've always loved about players, wearing your heart on your sleeve, just giving everything for the club. And I think was hugely underrated uh, beyond our club. You know, I think should have should have been celebrated way wider than he ever has been. And I just loved watching him play. I loved everything about him. I love watching clips of him from back in the day as well. Yeah, me too. And I, I'm the same with you. I, he was. I've I've been fortunate. I think on this channel, we think we've interviewed something almost like almost sixty ex ex players for West Ham, and, and Julian was the one I got really starstruck. <laughs> he was a lovely guy, really sweet guy. Him and Pete Butler randomly. Good old Pete Butler. Really? I love Pete Butler. Does oh, anybody not put Dixie in their 11 then? Yeah, he would do because it's a, it's a generational thing. So some people might put Lampard Senior, um, you know, because obviously he, I mean, Frank, Frank okay, Senior yeah. played 600 games. And obviously some people, if they hadn't seen Julian play, say from, you know, would put in probably Cress, probably. Somebody does, somebody did pick Razvan Rat once. Wow. Because of his, um, the reason being because of his Christmas catalogue. Well, we I, in the onesie. I, I, <laughs> that's a good enough reason for me. <laughs> got, sometimes you just got split hairs, don't you, Ben? So it's like, what can you do? What can you do? Right, let's put Junior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's put Junior, man. Okay, who's going to go right back? Who should go right back then, Ben? Well, so I've taken a little bit of um, license with my right. I'm, I'm feeling right-sided rather than right-back. Really, perhaps more of a wing-back than a right-back, but we're playing 4-4-2. Um, so, they could, you know, first of all, I think Soufal has been absolutely awesome since he's come in, right? And we've been waiting for a really good right-back like him for a very, very long time. Uh, and were it not for this other player I'm going to put in, I'd be very tempted to put him in there just to say, look, I've, I've just been, been thrilled with how well he's played sports social podcast network step into the world of power loyalty 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.